Be inspired to love life, to achieve extraordinary feats, and to change the world around you for the better. Welcome to Love Your Life, Tell Your Story by Kathleen Marriott. Nicole Vegas joins us for her first story. Born and raised in Buffalo, New York, Nicole enlisted in the US Air Force upon graduation of high school. Nicole was assigned to Air Force Security Forces, which enabled her to become proficient in combat arms, self-defense and law enforcement tactics. Her deployment to Saudi Arabia at Prince Sultan AFB awarded her numerous Air Force medals and achievements. Upon completion of the Air Force, Nicole chose Las Vegas, Nevada as her permanent residence. Nicole has always had the drive to help others and make the community better. Therefore, she has held the position of Law Enforcement Officer in North Las Vegas and United States Postal Worker in Las Vegas, Nevada. Nicole's true passion is volunteering in the community and bringing people together. Her drive keeps her focused on networking and connecting with others where needed in the community and in Las Vegas. Here, she also has her own talk show, Nicole Vegas Views. She joins us now for her first story. Welcome, Nicole, and welcome to Love Your Life Stories. It's fabulous to have you here. We have Nicole Vegas all the way from Nevada in the USA. And it's fabulous to have you here. So welcome along to Love Your Life, your first story. Thank you for having me and taking the time to connect with me and share. let me share my story. I appreciate you. Well, tell everyone and tell us this week from your first story, what is your story? I'll start with when I went into the military back in 98. So I wanted a direction from... My upbringing, I you know, went to 15 different schools. I didn't really have that stable foundation. Lived with a lot of different people. And uh, my grandma suggests I go in the military. So I went in the Air Force. I always loved helping people. I always wanted to be a cop. So I started with military police, security forces. A lot of training, discipline, structure that I didn't have when I first went in. <laughs> they teach you. They break you down. They build you up. But they teach you essential skills that I carried throughout my whole life. It, it gave me empowerment. It gave me direction, it gave me structure, discipline, and it taught me mindset. So when you're younger, not when you get older though, your mind will give out before your body. When you get older now, there is things where your body, you know, you just physically can't do it. I like that I was able to be trained on the M16, the M16, and throw grenades. I was deployed in Saudi Arabia for four months, TDY. I got out. By the time I got out, I got married at a very young age. My husband was also in the military, so we had that bonding to begin with. Um, Being away from home was hard. As many people, when they do get married, sometimes, you know, the wife, you know, goes where the husband goes, and you you become a mom, and you're like, what's happening here? So, you know, sometimes you don't have that job then again because you then become a caretaker, uh, which was the biggest responsibility for me. A lot of long days, of course, uh, being a parent, being in the military, uh, when you're deployed too, you, you're away from everything, holidays, celebrations. So it's really important when you have family, you know, to connect with them, support them, let them know that, you know, you miss them and you can't wait for them to, you know, be there to celebrate upcoming events and holidays with you. Can you tell us, please, Nicole, how old were you in 1998 when you went into the military? 18. I was 18 years old, right out of high school. I went into the military. I didn't know. (laughs) And so you were trained as a military police in Nevada? 
No, actually, that's down the road when I was actually a, a civilian cop, a patrol cop. That's after the military days. Oh, okay. I did go into law enforcement here in North Las Vegas because after my kids got older, I still had that passion to serve and protect and uh, help people out in the community. That was my whole intention of going in, in law enforcement where, you know, as an individual going, you know, I didn't know anybody. There's people, you know, high-fiving. Everybody knew each other. I went in not knowing anyone, um, but they also break you down and build you back up. They give you also a stronger mindset because on those streets, especially in the city, you have to have your head on a swivel. You have to have good command presence. They will teach you how to be able to have confidence. Uh, they'll give you experience with learning, um, things that help you in everyday life. You know, when something happens, you can paper trail it, mm-hmm. document it. Law enforcement taught me that. And also contain, control, and communicate. So when, when you're on a scene, you have to be able to contain and control and communicate what's going on, make the scene safe. As in, you know, being a mother of three boys, that was a lot of work. So do you equate felt- being a mother of three boys to being a policeman in the USA? Yes. The same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I got a lot of people saying, well, you don't look like a cop. No. You're a cop. <laughs> Their mind is, I'm not trying to look like a cop 24-7, but at the same time, there's so much that goes on. There's a lot of responsibility. And sometimes uh, it gets very heavy on you. So you have to learn to balance. You have to learn that you're, you are doing your best and you have to persevere. Times get tough. You don't have, Don't be afraid of the struggle. I am not afraid of a struggle. I know when there's a struggle, so I have to be innovative. I have to find ways to overcome that struggle. Being a police officer in the USA, can you explain to us what it was like to be, and you were a young police officer on the streets, what was that like? There was younger than me going in. Uh, I went in as a police officer at 36. So I was a bit older um, than when I went into the military. What was hard about it, and some people were more compliant because I was a female, and other people, they didn't want to listen at all. You know, they size you up and everything like that. A lot of guys said I mom people a lot because I cared. They're like, is there a crime or not? You don't have to overly care, but I cared. That's the whole reason why I went in because I cared too much. You went into the military police first, and then you went into the street police. So let's go back then. Back to when you went to the military, you went into, and you did time in Iraq, is that right? Saudi Arabia, Prince Sultan Air Force Base. Okay, so let's go back. I need to go back then. You spent time and you did a service time there. Let's tell the audience about that time. Well, when I went in, you know, I should have probably paid attention what you had to be like in basic training because I had an attitude as a team. I'm like, yeah. You don't say yeah. You say yes, sir. You stand at attention. Uh, you, you have to know the commandments. You have to learn how to make your bed the proper way, outperform push-ups, pull-ups. I outran a lot of people, too. I was, I was fast back in the day. There's a protocol. There's a higher standard that people hold you to and uh, you, you're accountable for. When I was deployed, it was kind of last minute. They put me on this list a week before notice. So that was a lot to take on, and I was... 19 when I was deployed. Where did you do your service at? I was in Edwards Air Force Base in California. And then I went to uh, Prince Sultan Air Force Base in Saudi Arabia. I was there for four months. And back then, there's no cell phones. There's like disposable cameras. We didn't have those kind of luxuries that they have now. 
it was different. They made me wear longer sleeves. You couldn't wear tank tops as a female. Um, I went to a bazaar and they, they put the, I forgot what it's called, the face mask over. And then they took it off and they were yelling in Arabic. So I was like, I'll wear it. So like, just give it to me. They usually don't let females sit on, in the ta- on the table with the guys, but they let me. Since I'm military, I had my M60 with my Hummer, my M16. Uh, what else? I, I had a 9 Beretta with me, too. So I'm always carrying artillery. You know, we're always locked and loaded. It was like the, a sandbox, just like it is here. What's hard is being by yourself, not knowing anybody. And the team, I didn't really know the people that I was uh, deployed with. So I'm in a different area. And it's a remote base. That means you're not allowed to go off base. You yeah. can't go off base. You're, you're stuck there. You go and get phone calls um, on your days off when you can go and call somebody. We didn't have the, we didn't have the technology. So um, I look forward to um, care packages and letters. And um, it was four months. But to me back then, it, it felt like an eternity. But um, when I got back uh, to the States, I kissed, I, I kissed the dirty airport ground. I was like, I was so glad. And people don't realize the freedoms we have. We have such liberties compared to other places that I think everybody should serve two years in the military. I think it'll give them perspective and gratitude. And so that's what you gain, this perspective of being on your own and and gaining this gratitude and noticing gratitude. Yes. And and this is maybe where you got some of this resilience from in initially as a very young girl so 19 years old well it's not it's also that mindset yes you have to and your attitude attitude is everything mm. and yes life will beat you down and yes we all fall into holes nobody has it easy but it's what you decide to do while you're stuck in that hole do you make poor choices and dig yourself deeper or do you fix it do you do you work really hard to get out of it so you're not stuck in that hole. Some people are stuck in their hole for a long time. I heard you say that word several times already, the word mindset. And so that sounds to me a very important word to you, mindset. Can you explain that to us? I learned it more in my law enforcement because when we did scenarios before, we really hit the streets in the police academy training. You know, I might bet and uh, they'd pull scenarios where some, they'd shoot you with sim rounds if you got hit. You know, like they're like these bullets, you know, they hurt. Okay. <laughs> okay, I hit once in the elbow. I'm like, my elbow gets shattered off. Like, mindset is you're going to make it through. Yeah. You're going to prevail. You're going to get through this. You just got to push through. You keep going. You don't give up. You could rest, but you don't give up. Everybody has hardships. And if you get to the point where you finally have a platform, you can help other people redirect theirs. It's making sure you know how to take care of yourself because you can't take care of anybody else if you don't take care of yourself. And you have to, that mindset is, uh, I think, strength and resilience and perseverance and grit. It's all of it combined. Okay. And then you're, you're like, all right, I'm in for it. Put that cap on, you string yourself up, and you're like, let's get to work. Yeah. Let's get it done. Like, we got to gotta get it done. And it's a lot of work, and eventually, you build good work ethic from doing that. So it has it, it mindset for you in that explanation has hardship, it has grit, it has resilience, it has beyond your pain, and it it also encompasses self care and care for others. Absolutely, 
it goes hand in hand. So, you know, like I was sharing with you, I was up to 210 pounds. You have kids. Yeah. Yes. Each one I kept gaining more. The last one I gained 80 pounds. I was like, oh my goodness, this is like a lot of weight. And I've had people, you know, say, oh, once you, once you blow up a balloon, I'll never go back. I go, oh no, <laughs> no, this is going back. But it took a long time. And you have to have discipline over motivation. The motivation is pretty much never going to be there as much as you want it. Discipline. And that's where the mindset comes in. It all comes back to me for mindset. So this is your go-to word. So you have that word that's really strong for you. So throughout this time, even though those that time was really hard for you, that time in, in the military place, that you looked to that future where you would come home and even though that you were placed in that experience, that, that didn't stop you from going into law enforcement. I know, right? I was like, oh, now I can do the real thing. Okay. <laughs> so you left the military police. And and how old were you when you exited that experience? A little over 21. Okay. And then went into law enforcement. Then I was a mom, stayed home mom for a while. Okay. Cleaning up after everybody. I was like, oh, this is my life now. I yeah. get to I get to clean up and not get paid for it. Yes. A hard, but that was a my hard job. <laughs> it's my responsibilities. Um, I didn't want to go back into any workforce because you only have a small window of opportunity to be with your children. So it's been now 25 years of marriage and raising children. But and when I and first just started, as hard as the military police as you equated raising three boys. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they all surprised me. Yeah. Even in their 20s now, I'm like, wow. <laughs> Did I not lecture you enough? Did I not scare you enough? Where did I go wrong? I was like, yeah. did I not make you watch enough? They're called lifetime movies out here. It's like movies with lessons in it. Like, did I not? Did you not pay yeah. attention? I'm like, yeah. I think so, every parent can really empathize with you there, Nicole. Yeah. But as a mother, I also had to show them. It wasn't just the dad role that the boys looked up to. A lot of them, um, my son Kyle, that's now in the Marines, he's like, Mom, I got a lot of my strength from you. I saw how you did things, and I knew that I could do them too. I knew I could install those good attributes. And so I, I, they had to learn a value of a dollar too. Nothing, you can't get anything handed. And they, even if you maintain something, can you, can you maintain it? Can you flourish it? Can, you know, like... Just because you get something doesn't mean you get to keep it. You have to take care of it. Yeah, you have yeah. to be responsible. And that's with anything in life. So when a lot of people, you know, they come up to me and they ask me, how did you do this? Or how did this happen? Or can you help me here? I can redirect you, but I cannot do the work for you. Yeah. They have to do their own work. I have to do my own work. I can't do both work. That's, that's not fair. No. <laughs> so you can model, so, you can model, but you can't actually live their life. So yeah. here you are. So you you have these three children, and you spend this time doing another type of um, policing in in lots of ways, and um, you end up then deciding to go into the military police in your thirties. No law enforcement, military police. Oh, was sorry. In my yes, sorry. Oh, I'm law sorry. enforcement now. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so I went in a little later. So I was with these younger, okay, younger adults. Even though I call them children, they're yes. like, "Where?" Yeah. 20 year, 21 years old going in, yeah. you know, I was 36. So I was already, I already had my family. I was already established that way. Yeah. Um, 
some life experience. Some of them, you know, they didn't. You know, that was their first time in this police academy. Not so well with taking tests, though. They're like, who got the 82? I'm like, they made me stand up. I go, I passed. Wow. Getting shamed for an 82 in this police academy. But they taught you more. More awareness. Um, more um, being vigilant. Being able to like, pick something or um, picking up on something just a little bit sooner than everybody else with the training. A little bit more, just like with you. You know, you've done so much with learning and education. You could pick up on things just a little bit yeah. quicker than everybody else because you put the work into it. So, uh, so no, law enforcement's different. Besides all the academic stuff, you had to be tough. The most uh, push-ups I did correctly, because they were there counting with me, making sure I did it right, was 75 in a row. 75. guys. <laughs> but but some guys now, like right at the finish line when we're doing the running, they, they pass me. Like, I can't let you beat me. You know, like at the end, I said, you're welcome for the motivation. They are welcome. I had to do OC spray and fight people off. We had to get tasered. We had to box. Oh. I know, because oh, it's wow. painful. All of That's it mindset is for you. <laughs> you learn to use your mouth instead of your fist. You, you, you want to deescalate. You never want to have it explode. That's a lot of paperwork too. <laughs> yeah. After I graduated from the academy, I, then I went and, you know, we hit the street. There's no do-overs on the street. There's no, oh, time out. This is getting too much. You take it on. So you really have to be situational awareness. Mm-hmm. And you don't know these scenes you're going on. So you really have to go on your intuition. And as I'm back, backtracking to that, I, I guess it is my favorite word is mindset. Because the mindset is you are going to make it home. You are going to make it home to your family. Yeah. And that part is so important. Um, there's a lot of situations, uh, domestic, suicide, suicide attempts, um, accidents, uh, burglaries, just you name it. Every single day in the city. It's very tiring. Oh, <laughs> like a lot of paperwork. I ended up resigning. I did not retire, and it was hard. I ended up having like um, job guilt because I couldn't do both. I was burning myself out at both ends, maintaining my family. That is my priority. So I'd rather have job guilt than mom guilt. Okay, so that's interesting. So it was job guilt because you didn't feel you were putting the commitment into the job? Well, no, because I resigned. And they're like, we need somebody like you. Um, you're good. I couldn't do it though. I was burning myself out. My family needs me too. Okay. My family needed me. And it was hard because then I moved on to a different job I didn't mention. Well, post office. I think, I, might, post. I think that energy that you added, and interestingly, um, so just to clarify, you started out in the military police and then went into law enforcement. So that that's where I got confused. And so I just want to make sure that everybody isn't confused along with me so it was an incredible energetic story that you told us today and so much energy and just goes to show why you are so interesting and why you are in the true grits series nicole it's amazing so thank you thank my you. favorite word yes. <laughs> yeah, mindset mindset it. it's all in it all those words yes are all in that mindset the core is my mindset but all the other words the strength the dedication Yes. The grit, the, the grit. perseverance, 
resilience, resilience, yes, tenacity. It's like all goody goody stuff. Um, there's days where I get wiped out, rest, and then get back at it. <laughs> get right back into whatever you're doing with your passion and your purpose, because that's what people need to find their life. They need to know who they are, be their authentic self, work at yourself every day, every day. Be accountable for what you put out there. But also, when you get that platform, like you have, you connect with others. You raise the vibration. This is global. Because you live in Australia, and I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're connecting. It's amazing. It's just so amazing. Well, thank you very much for coming on today to Love Your Life, Tell Your Story. And I can't wait till next week so that we can find out. Oh, goody, oh, get the goody, goody stuff next week. (laughs) (laughs) That's the really good stuff I'm going through now. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. So much energy. It just bursts out of you. It's so beautiful to see. So we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for coming on Love Your Life, Tell Your Story. This is only part of our story. To hear the rest, leap forward to the next podcast and give us five stars wherever you listen. Love Your Life, Tell Your Story by Kathleen Marriott.